Hello friend, welcome to the quiz cupboard. Do keep your eyes on the road at all times. I know your game, listening to fill the uncanny liminal void that is a journey between two places. And what better way to stay awake than listening to a guy on his own kind of ramble on about curated facts. To help, this week it's the Shout Your Answers Loudly episode. Wherever you are, whoever you're with, it's both an exercise in self-confidence and a show of intellectual dominance I can only imagine my fellow Brits have already decided not to participate in. We're still recovering from banging pots three years ago and we're quite happy to keep our wrong guesses to ourselves. Thank you very much. There is a quiz in amongst all this. 40 points available. And beginning with round one. Hello, nice to meet you, by the way. My name is John, your host. Uh, Round one is called False Instruments, the evergreen round in which you hear the music of song introductions without hearing the actual songs themselves because me and Gary the keyboard have recreated them and then changed the instrument sounds to try and trick you. For one point, I need to know the song title. And if you want the other point, then you'll flipping well tell me the original artist as well, or it's no dice. We've got a nice mixture of genres this time, starting with this familiar ditty, but in Logic's idea of an Indian style. There it is, ending right where the singer starts to sing in the song, just like all of them. Uh, So song title, yes, and the artist, please. Number two is now on Kalimba. Recent. I'll tell you that about number two. For number three, we're on familiar false instruments ground with good old dog, along with a drum kit. Do you know that one? Well, try not to worry too much about it because we are moving on to number four on the banjo, also with drums. Not too much to go on there, but I think that specific combination of drum beats and chord progression uh, can only lead you to one smash hit song. And finally, we're on a synth version for number five. Okay, you'll hear the original song tacked on to the end of each clip when we come to the answers, which is the second half of the programme. After this, though, round two. And said round two is anything but, where you can choose any of the possible correct answers to each category and they'll all equally provide you with two points. The only problem is I've reserved the most obvious one to serve as my own personal answer. I'll tell you what that is and thus rule it out for you. And the questions are formatted thusly. Number one, name any of the six Nobel Prizes except the Nobel Peace Prize. 
That's it. You've heard of the Nobel Prizes. Uh, what is one of them awarded for that is not the Nobel Peace Prize? You can choose any of the other five for two points. Number two, name any of the big five most visited museums in New York City except the Metropolitan Museum of Art, which is number one. This is according to nyctourism.com. There are four possible correct answers, of course. The big five most visited museums in New York City in America. Number three, name any of the first five Roman emperors except Augustus. Augustus the first one, his rule started in 27 BCE. We all remember it. Can you name any of the other four of the first five, any of the four that came after Augustus, Roman emperors? Number four, we've got some geography. Name any of Japan's four largest islands except Honshu. The biggest one by far, Honshu, featuring such highlights as Tokyo. Name any of the other three of Japan's four main islands, the four largest islands that constitute most of Japan's land area. And number five, let's get a bit football nerdy. It's going to be a soccer question, I'm afraid. Some people like it, including me. Name any non-European player to win BBC goal of the season, except Julio Enciso. So... BBC Goal of the Season started in 1970. It's the BBC's award for the most spectacular goal in an English football season, with the sole exception of one goal for Scotland's national team by Kenny Dalglish in 1983. Julio Enciso, the uh, Paraguayan who plays for Brighton, is the latest winner in 2023. There have been eight other non-European footballers to win this awards for smashing one right in the opposition's goal hole. Can you tell me any one of those eight, please? And that's the last round two answer I require of you. Wait a minute. Disappointed! 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 This is my world. So here we are in round three, and it's another edition of AD, baby. No, we're not talking dates. This one's about audio description. You're simply going to hear clips of five movie films with the audio description switched on, a feature useful to anyone with reduced vision. I don't personally use it, but I remember the first time I learned about AD is when I accidentally turned it on for the movie 300, an experience I highly recommend for anyone. Just like a few episodes ago, what links these answers is that they're all comedies. Give it a stab. Number one is this. Axel walks through the gallery past the collection of modern art. He pauses at a sculpture featuring a mannequin in a white suit chained to a dining table where heads sit on rotating dinner plates. How you are doing today? Hi. I'm fine. My name is Serge, and how can I help you? Um, yeah, I'm looking for Miss Jenny Summers. And that is the end of clip number one. Tell me the name of the film for two points. Number two is this. He presses the on button, and as he goes to take a bite of his sandwich, his eyes widen. He turns to see the pink sock in the wash. He drops his sandwich and tries desperately to open the machine. He falls back on the floor with the machine handle, and the grey and white stripes turn pink. Oh, it's only one red sock. What's the worst that can happen? The entire prison population has turned pink. Afternoon, chaps. Yeah, that's number two. Be specific. Here's number three. Figaro, 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 
In an animated film on a monitor, a view moves up the exterior of a four-story graystone townhouse. In a birdcage, a tiny green bird dances on its perch and sings. In a recording studio, a man in a flannel shirt faces the monitor while voicing the cartoon. I'm sure you've got that one already, but just in case, here's two clues. It's not animated and it's not about opera. What a helpful clip. Number four. Shaking her head in disgust, Annie steps onto a back patio where poster kiosks advertise the couple's love. A mini Eiffel Tower sits on the back lawn, a four-tiered fountain drips chocolate, and a heart-shaped cookie reads, Lillian and Dougie. Would you like some champagne? Yes. She takes a glass. It's French. Enough to go on there. And number five, a personal favourite. Now free him at once, you scoundrel! He kisses her. She spits. Now she hangs upside down alongside Smollett. You know, I'm beginning to see a pattern in the men I date. Yeah, well, uh, the past is behind us. And the future, uh, below us. Under the ropes holding them, a fire burns. Okay, I hope you've loudly shouted out the names of five movies. Round four is our last one, and it's after this. Which is now. This is a new round called Ziggurat. If you're unfamiliar with what a ziggurat is, if for some reason you've never visited the University of East Anglia, it's a kind of stepped pyramid. The most famous one was in the ancient city of Ur, a quiz's favourite place. Uh, The reason I've called this round Ziggurat is that that's how the points are arranged. The first question has four answers, the next one has three, then two, then one, all worth a point each to make a total of ten. It's a fairly familiar quizzing concept, just with a slightly fruitier name. So, question one has four answers, and it is, what are the first names of the four central characters in Sex in the City? Talking, of course, here about the HBO TV series of the late 90s, early noughties, plus a couple of films. But yes, just first names is fine here. It's only one point per question, so it'd be a bit harsh to require the full names, although I will be reading those out if you want to play along. Um, Number two, question two here for three answers is, name the three elements of the psyche according to Sigmund Freud. You know him, Austrian, the father of psychoanalysis, looks a lot like your mother. He said that there were three parts to each person's psyche. What were they, please? It's one point for each you can name. Uh, Number three, I'm looking for two answers here. Name the Homeric epics. That's it. So they are the major works attributed to the ancient epic poet Homer. The Homeric epics, there are considered to be two of them. Um, Other works were attributed to him in ancient times, but these are the two epic ones. You know them, I'm sure. And number four, um, there's only one answer to this. Name the chemical element with the shortest name in English. The fewest number of letters in its common English name. Chemical element. Right then, answers after this. I was frozen today! And I like warm hugs. I'm guessing you don't have much experience with heat. Nope, I was frozen! There is a secret members-only club hidden behind a trick door in the quiz cupboard. Uh, That door can be accessed by visiting patreon.com forward slash quiz cupboard and agreeing to pay a modest monthly fee. 
And everyone in there is listening to an exclusive episode every month, which you can cleverly get within your favourite podcast app. Patreon, once again, is the platform for that. Be there or don't be there. That is very much the choice on offer. Our answers begin with false instruments. Let's hear the um, question and answer all in one, and then I will say the name of the song as well and the artist, um, which you've already got, I'm sure. Number one was this. Sorry about the weird, jarring uh, quarter of a tone shift there between question and answer. Don't quite know why the original is somewhere between C and C sharp major, but my keyboard, Gary, does not have those buttons. Um, anyway, the answer is Funky Town, and uh, so that's one point. Funky Town and the artist Lips Inc. Lips Inc. It's a it's a pun and a good one. One point for each of those. Number two. Give the satisfaction asking how you're doing now How's the castle built of people you pretend to care about Just what you wanted Look at you, cool guy, you got it So the woman whispering to you there was Olivia Rodrigo and uh, the song Vampire name of that song much requested by my uh, guitar and ukulele pupils recently Vampire um, Olivia Rodrigo to repeat the artist if you're listening with kids, I recommend the clean version. Uh, no, number three, this was the dog one. Here it is. Oh yeah, another uncomfortable modulation there. A bit more expected in that genre because we're talking guitars there. It is Black Sabbath with Paranoid. Of course, Paranoid, Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, Prince of Darkness, Hide Your Bats, etc. Number four. The formerly ubiquitous Katy Perry there. The song is called Raw, as in a tiger's roar. Um, so Katy Perry, yep, not quite sure what she's up to. No, you don't hear from her so much, do you? But I'm hoping that means she's happily retired. It's what I'd do. She worked hard in the 2010s, bless her. And number five... Just sneaking the title in at the end there. That is a synth version of Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes. Or just Love Grows if you're not a Brackets fan. And Edison Lighthouse is the name of the artist. Um, Edison Lighthouse, Love Grows Where My Rosemary Goes, or just Love Grows. 
that is all of our false instruments. Let's move on to round two. Anything but number one, name any of the six Nobel Prizes except the Nobel Peace Prize. So here's the list. The Nobel Prize in physics, chemistry, physiology or medicine, literature, or the Sveriges Riksbank Prize in Economic Sciences in memory of Alfred Nobel, or economics. I'll give you that for that last one. Not one of the original Nobel Prizes, but added later, treated exactly the same as the other Nobel Prizes. So I am counting it. Physics, chemistry, physiology, or medicine, that's the same one. Um, literature, or economics. Number two, name any of the big five most visited museums in New York City, except the Met, the Metropolitan Museum of Art. The list goes... American Museum of Natural History, um, the Museum of Modern Art, MoMA, the Solomon R. Guggenheim Museum, and the Intrepid Museum. So Natural History, Museum of Modern Art, the Guggenheim, or the Intrepid Museum. That last one is on board a World War II aircraft carrier on the Hudson River from the looks of things and does a lot of uh, military history. Um, space shuttle stuff, maritime history, that kind of thing. All looks very interesting. So if you said any of those, that's two points. Number three, name any of the first five Roman emperors except Augustus. The list after Augustus goes Tiberius, Caligula, Claudius, Nero. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Me, not very much. One more time, Tiberius, Caligula, Claudius and Nero. Number four, the um, four largest islands in Japan except Honshu. The list goes, going from smaller to uh, second largest, it goes Shikoku, Kyushu and Hokkaido. Hokkaido, up in the north there. Um, Shikoku and Kyushu, the other two. Two points for any of those. And here we go with the football one. Hit the list of non-European goal of the season winners, BBC goal of the season, goes Tony Yeboah, Sean Bartlett, Emmanuel Adebayor, Maynor Figueroa, Papi Cisse, Hyungmin Son, Eric Lamella and Mohamed Salah. One more time, Tony Yeboah from Ghana, Sean Bartlett, South African, Emmanuel Adebayor from Togo, Maino Figueroa from Honduras, Papi Cisse from Senegal, Youngmin Son, the uh, Spurs player from South Korea, Eric Lamella, Argentinian, and Mohamed Salah, the Egyptian Liverpool player, all um, have one goal of the season. Special mention here, by the way, just in case you haven't had enough football chat, uh, for 1982 winner Cyril Regis, who was born geographically outside but politically inside Europe. Can you guess where he was born? It's French Guiana, part of France, but located in South America. Uh, crucially, though, he played for England. So in football terms, he's considered English and doesn't count on this list. Well done to him, though, for winning that award in 1982. All right, we did it. I'm happy. Round three was AD Baby. Let's hear a short clip of each of these films. Axel walks through the gallery past the collection of modern art. Yeah, hefty little clue at the beginning there. Two points if you said Beverly Hills Cop, Eddie Murphy, starring as Axel Foley in that. Beverly Hills Cop was the name of that film, 1984. Uh, question two. What's the worst that can happen? The entire prison population has turned pink. Well, that could only be one film. I'm going to let Nicolas Cage tell you the answer to this one. Paddington 2 is incredible. It is indeed Paddington 2, the 2017 sequel. If you just said Paddington, if you got um, mixed up with those two, have one point. But Paddington 2, the answer there. Number three. In a recording studio, a man in a flannel shirt faces the monitor while voicing the cartoon. The very opening this to Mrs. Doubtfire, the uh, unmistakable voice of Robin Williams singing that operatic piece, Mrs. Doubtfire, the film. 
number four. Shaking her head in disgust, Annie steps onto a back patio where poster kiosks advertise the couple's love. That one's a scene from Bridesmaids, Kristen Wiig, Chris O'Dowd, Maya Rudolph, etc. 2011, Bridesmaids, two points. And number five. Now she hangs upside down alongside Smollett. You know, I'm beginning to see a pattern in the men I date. Which is, of course, Muppet Treasure Island, 1996. Miss Piggy face-to-face with Tim Curry, who gives one of cinema's greatest performances in that film. You also heard Kermit the Frog there, of course, as Captain Smollett. So Muppet Treasure Island for your last two points of that. And all that remains is for us to sweep up the ziggurat. Uh, The first question was the four central characters in Sex and the City. What are their first names? The answers are then, for one point each, Carrie... Samantha, Charlotte, and Miranda. We have Carrie Bradshaw, our central character, Samantha Jones, Charlotte York, and Miranda Hobbs, her three friends. Um, So one point for each of those. Remember, you just needed the first names. Number two, the three elements of the psyche, according to Sigmund Freud, are the id, the ego, and the superego. And I know what all of those mean. In German, in case you've answered in his original language, it's the s the ich and the über ich. The, so the it, the I, and the, the above I, the over I. I don't know. Um, but yes, it, ego, super era, ego, one point each. Number three, the Homeric epics. I wanted two of these, and they are the Iliad and the Odyssey. That is what Homer wrote. Um, the Iliad, that's about the Trojan War, Achilles, Hector, etc., Eric Banner, and the like. And the Odyssey is about Odysseus's or Ulysses' journey home from said war, uh, in which he got in a spot of bother. And number four, the chemical element with the shortest name in English. Well, it has three letters. It's tin. Tin, that's useful metal. And with that, it's time for us to pack it in for the week. Please have a joyful time until I next speak to you. And please remember, there's nothing less attractive than an angry driver. And I'm always here to test you rigorously in that regard. Hands to ten and two, please. See you soon. Bye-bye.